Hello and welcome. It's the pleasure of Power to Change to present Family Life Today each week, Monday through Friday at this time. We'd love you to contact this station and tell them how much you appreciate hearing Family Life Today. Well, let's get started on today's edition. So did a close family member tell you not to marry me? Yeah, your dad. Are you kidding me? No, he didn't. No, he actually said, remember, he barred me from the house from dating you because yes. he coached me in baseball and he knew that I wasn't the kind of guy that he wanted his daughter to marry. But then I won him over. You did. But what if your mom had said, hey, I really have some concerns about you marrying Anne? Would that have been hard? Oh, if anybody wouldn't have endorsed it, it would have been hard, but especially a, a family member. We've got Ron Deal with us from our Family Life Blended Ministry. And uh, Ron, welcome to Family Life Today. Hey, guys. It's always good to be with you. And it sounds like you had a conversation with a couple who had almost exactly that happen, right? Yes. As a matter of fact, they did. Um, I spoke with Mike and Kim Anderson some time ago, and we're going to jump into that in just a minute. I'll, I'll lead up to it. It's amazing. Kim had her daughter say to her, well, wait a minute, maybe I'll just let you hear it from her. <laughs> let me tell you about this couple. Mike and Kim Anderson, they're founders of Mike and Kim Coaching. They co-host the Blended Family Coaching Show. They're coaching and helping and supporting step families. We've had them speak at our summit on step family ministry before, so they're they're trusted voices. A quick funny story about them. About 20 years ago, right before they got married, they came to a weekend blended family seminar that I did at a church near where they live. Mike wanted to go to the seminar. Kim was like, no, nah, we don't need to go to that. Mike was like, no, I had a bad family childhood experience. I don't want to repeat that past, so let's go. Coming out of the event, Kim was like, that was great. We've got to learn more. And so they set themselves on this path that has ultimately resulted in them now being able to give back and bless other people through their own ministry, which is really cool. But they attended that seminar one week before they got married. And the night before they got married, Kim's daughter came up to her and said something. Okay, well, let's just play it. You got to listen to this. So you're at this event a week before you get married. It's opened your eyes mm -hmm. around a few things. Yeah. And then what happens? Did you get married a week later? We, we did. did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still got married. Thank you, Ron. Got, yeah, I appreciate it. Didn't completely scare you guys away no, from no, that. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, you know, my I had a five-year-old daughter going in, like I said, and she really adored Mike, and they had a great connection, and things were going really well there, but... Of course, the night before the wedding, she pulls me yeah. aside and says, I don't want you to marry Mike. <laughs> and I'm like, blindsided. <laughs> What's going on here? Okay, so I'm, I'm, I imagine that you had a sense that she was going to be okay with this. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I and mean, so she was then, even affectionate towards him going into this. So there was something there. The relationship had, yeah. had, had developed to some degree. There was it? something there. Yeah. And then she throws you a curve. Don't marry Mike. Yeah. That's right. What did you do? Well, how'd you feel about that? <laughs> oh, my heart just sank. You know, I mean, that's that's that oh, that position of wanting to do right by your kid. But what do you do? And so, I, you know, I, I, I tried to find out what was going on. She was five. So, you know, she didn't have the best 
communication skills and mm-hmm. she kind of hemmed and hawed and thought about it and then she blurted out well you know he he talks too soft on our answering machine <laughs> <laughs> so you shouldn't marry him That's he's right. a soft talker yeah. soft talkers get a dump so, out here. you know she was just really con- she was filled with some conflict yeah. Definitely some mixed emotions. She really, she really cared for Mike and, and, you know, wanted me to have, have a relationship with him. But of course, you know, what was to come and what, what was the impact going to be and how was that going to change our relationship? And there were, there were probably some fears. And, and to note that only about six months prior to yeah. our wedding, her dad, her dad also, had also remarried. remarried. Yeah. And so she was also experiencing this in her other home. So she's moving back and forth between these two homes with big changes all in a very short period of time. You know, one of the things we tell blended families, couples, before they get married is to recognize that when they get married, it's it's a gain for the adults. And on some level, doesn't mean it's bad, but on some level, it is a loss for their children. Right. Uh, Things are changing Mm -hmm. again. Yes. And uh, I think adults generally really minimize that absolutely yeah i i think we were prepared because we had heard from you not to underestimate the loss that kids experience now if somebody's listening to us right now and they're thinking oh no did i you know should i feel guilty about this should i I feel horrible (laughs) that i'm putting my kids through what would you say to them I would say, uh, first, if you're, if you're carrying a burden of guilt, get some help with that. You know, that's just not something you want to carry around. But as far as our experience goes, Annika has benefited so greatly from having Mike in her life. Hmm. I mean, it definitely has not been easy, but, oh. And there you go. It's yeah. just long, amazing. The Keep long. the long-term view. I can't even imagine where she would be if she didn't have Mike in her life. I mean, you're playing the long game. And Mm -hmm. and you know what I would say from a step parent perspective is do everything you can to get yourself into that child's shoes and try to understand the things that they've experienced, because every experience they've had leading up to their relationship with you is going to color the way that they connect with you. Mm -hmm. And you need to understand that before you start heading down the road assuming that they're all on board and excited and mm-hmm. it's going to be the Brady Bunch experience, right? Because it, it probably won't. So you get married. You've got a five-year-old, mm-hmm. Kim, and you guys get married. Kim, you're divorced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So you have an ex-husband and is your daughter moving between the two she homes? Is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you guys get together and you have two children of your own. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's somewhere in the story there became some problems with mm-hmm. the other household. Mm-hmm. Yes? Yeah. Uh, you know, we were pretty good peacefully co-parenting for the first 10 years after our divorce. But that's one of the one of the funny things about co-parenting is that things can radically change. You don't have a lot of control over what's going on in that other house and the attitudes. I tell you this story with a big question mark still in my mind as to why it happened, because we don't have answers around why this shift in attitude occurred. Um, but at some point, my ex kind of got it in his mind that my daughter no longer needed us in hmm. her life. Hmm. And he just kind of decided that uh, she doesn't need to come to our house and she doesn't need to have a relationship with us. And I'm sure it was around control, but uh, he put her in this position of, if you want to be loved and accepted by me, you've got to reject your mom. Oh, 
goodness sakes. And how old was she when this started? She was 12. How did that impact her? Well, she she got lost, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. My daughter was gone. Mm-hmm. She became a robotic puppet for him. Wow. And so she would come when we did see her. We went from 50-50 visitation, which we had done, like I said, for years and years, to down to, what was it, at the lowest point, like maybe. Like 11% of the time. Yeah. And she would come with attitudes and all kinds of reasons why she shouldn't be there and just repeating things that he had told her to say Mm -hmm. to the guardian litem, to the counselor. She just wasn't there. Um, she, there were there was a few times, moments where she would break, where I would see her. There mm-hmm. she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's still there. But then it would all shut down. Mm-hmm. As soon as it came up, he would, you know, put more pressure on. We didn't have a clear understanding of the kind of emotional and verbal abuse that was going on. Ron, as I'm listening to that, like I have tears in my eyes because yeah. I'm mm. thinking as a mom, this would kill me. Yeah, it's so hard on everybody, right? Yeah. On the mom, of course, and on the child. I mean, if you were guessing, what do you guys think the impact would be on Annika? I can't imagine the turmoil that is going on inside of her because she's basically having to pick sides. I don't know how you would do that as a daughter or as a son when you love both of your parents, but one is siding against the other. I mean, in some ways, it makes sense that she'd be acting out. She's trying to find security. She's trying to find identity. Mm -hmm. I experienced that a little bit in my blended family because I didn't want to show my stepmom that I loved her because I knew it would hurt my mom. So, But this is a situation times 100 what I experienced. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are exactly right. A lot of kids experience the very things that you've been talking about. Let's jump back into the story and find out what happened with Annika. Do you have a sense of what the cost was for her? Um, complete control from the other household. So she You're losing my love and affection? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and control of her whole life, her extracurricular activities, her friends, her everything. I mean, at a stage where she should be venturing out and making decisions for herself and figuring it out, she was under his thumb completely, and it really stunted her growth. This was about a three-year period. So we were in the family court system for three years, lots of time, energy, resources, everything went into this. And I think what was interesting is there were times where we would have vacations yeah, and we would have some extended time with her and it took a day or two but once that day or two passed the walls started to come down yeah she was away from you know we would travel somewhere and all of a sudden we're like there she is but it could just as easily be shut down if she called him Mm -hmm. uh, and you would see it her just there was a a vacation we were on and she got to go rock climbing for the first time with my brother. He's a rock climber and she was just loving it. She's kind of an adrenaline junkie and she was having so much fun and enjoying herself and and she wanted to call and tell her dad. And I said, yeah, you know, call him. And, and you could just physically see her just slump mm-hmm. by his reaction. Mm-hmm. He just, just shut her down. Didn't want to hear mm-hmm. about it. Didn't care. That's the thing. If you're listening today and you know someone in that situation or you are that parent, 
who's doing that to your child. Yeah. You have to have that image in your mind of this girl slumping over, going from joy to complete, you know, shutdown. Have things improved? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, so it, we're several years past this whole season now. What happened, essentially, we had this three years in the family court system, and, and uh, there's an amazing story of God's providential hand on this uh, that we experienced. Yeah. But we felt like we had lost. After three years of battle, I think we were at 30-some-odd percent of our time with our daughter, and, and she still had the walls up. She still up. had walls he up. And had, we, we yeah. just absolutely thought that, why have we, we were, been through all yeah, of this? We were crushed. And now it's just over. If That's how it felt. That's how we, we felt. Were, we couldn't believe it. And so literally one month later, the most terrible thing to happen happened, but it brought healing and redemption. And that was that her dad crossed the line of a physical attack in her home. She went out her window. She came to our home. And by the next week, we were immediately back into the court. The judge said, now we're done. Mm. He said, I, I've been listening to this. I don't want to hear any more of it. The guardian ad litem finally got to a place of saying, mm. okay, now we can do something different. We had to let it be her decision. Otherwise, she would just keep running back. And then she called for one last meeting, and she said, I just want you to know, uh, this young lady has been through all of this. She's used to a parent who is very authoritarian. Mm. We're, we're, you two are much more authoritative, allowing her to make decisions for herself. And she's not going to know what to do with that freedom. And we thought, oh, whatever. <laughs> we're, like, we're, we're so joyful. We're going to get I, time with our daughter. And, and her walls were down. Yeah, she, she, was, she, was she was spelling back. it. Yeah. It was like this instantaneous return of our daughter. Yeah. And then we were we joyous. Went, we yeah. went through a, a really difficult time then, just in our yeah. home of her making really poor choices. The, the person was right. The, yeah, once the we thumb of control was lifted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, Absolutely. you know, like because yeah. Yeah, she finally had some freedom, some mm-hmm. say in her life, and she didn't know how to handle it. Right. Because exactly. in those young informative years, when she should have been making decisions and failing and learning. That was removed. And so now she she looked to her peers to make her decisions. So whatever environment she was in, she looked for someone else. And she just, yeah, it was three more years of rebellion. And she was in your home at that time. Yeah, How old was time. it when all this happened? 15. So 12 when the alienation process started, 15 yep. at this point when she's back in your home. And uh, and things were really rough at that so point. So we went from fighting for her, investing everything we had into freeing her from the situation to when she turned 18, we had to ask her to leave our home mm. because mm. things were so, mm. we had to set some strong boundaries and do the tough love thing so i gotta just pause um and talk let's talk to that listener for a minute that's Mm. in the middle of all this Mm. whatever their story is they're in the middle of hard and i'm thinking about you know you guys how did you protect your marriage (laughs) in the midst of the stress what did you do to stay alive how did you protect your own kind of well-being what your, your relationship with god i mean yeah well throughout that court battle we didn't protect our marriage. We saw it as really noble that we were going to allow some of the energy that we would have put into us to be put on the back burner uh, because we were we were after saving this child. You know, here this is 
near and dear to Kim's heart because this is her daughter. And at the same time, it's near and dear to my heart because of the environment that I grew up in. And I got it. I was like, man, I know what this poor kid is going through. How could we not fight for her? And so we didn't invest in our marriage. And yeah. it was on the tail end of that that we almost lost our marriage yeah. because we didn't make that investment. I was in a pit. That's I a was I was in a pit of depression Absolutely. during a lot of that, just emotionally distraught. Mm. There was no mm-hmm. no way. But I remember that season of Mike being my whole huh. support. So we came out of that season as a united team in fighting this battle. Mm-hmm. But our romance, there yeah, was no okay, romance. Yeah. And, and what about God? I mean, was he distant? Was he close? I mean, yes. Yes. <laughs> All <laughs> of the above. Which day are you talking about, Ron? Yes, yes. There were times yeah. when I was just so angry at God. Mm-hmm. But I also got little, at my worst points, when I was just done and distraught, God would give me a picture of her heart, of where she really is. She's still there. Mm. She's still bonded Don't to you. Don't give up. Don't be defeated. She, she needs you to fight for her. Mm. She needs you to know that you're going to be there when she's ready. You're listening to Family Life Today and a conversation that Ron Deal had with Mike and Kim Anderson on his Family Life Blended podcast. I mean, that situation, putting a child in the middle is the worst thing you can do. Right, Ron? It is. It is so hard. You're torn Mm. between people that you love and you always feel like you're failing somebody. So you're never feeling like you're successful. You feel like a failure. And it's just emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. Think about the spiritual influence for a minute. If mm. if you're putting your kid in the middle and you're listening to this program right now, if you're doing that kind of thing to your child and then you turn around and expect them to adopt your values, <laughs> guess what? You're shooting yourself in the foot with your relationship with a child and you're sabotaging your spiritual influence with your child. You, you just can't do that. Um, it, and it's negatively impacting who they are. Now, let's flip this over real quick, because what I also want to speak to is the person listening who's going, I'm fighting for my child, and sometimes I'm not even sure it's worth it. I'm not even sure we're ever going to get anywhere. Well, I want to say, no, (laughs) keep fighting. You know, I loved what Kim said about she had this vision, like God just gave her a vision of her child's heart, like she's still there. We can't see her, touch her, be with her very much. But she's still there and she still needs us. Yes, that's exactly right. Keep pursuing at whatever the cost, because one day, ultimately, hopefully, you're going to connect. Well, Ron, as I'm listening to that, too, I'm wondering, like, there had to be a fallout with Annika. So how did things turn out with her? Hmm. Well, let's listen. We'll hear the rest of the story. I'm sure people are wondering if things improved with your daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, she still struggles to set boundaries with her dad, and she's learning. She's learned how to have a relationship with him as best she can, which is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, she needs to have a relationship with him and with his kids, but she's learned to set boundaries, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. And she's gotten clean time, which has been incredible for over three years now. Yeah. And she's figuring it out. She's challenged by the things we all have been challenged by at 23 years old, but she's figuring it out and she's wanting to do, to do life well. 
And so that's pretty incredible. And the fact that we now have uh, just an easy, loving relationship with her. Uh, yeah, she man. invites us in. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Awesome. She yeah. comes to us for advice, and we, yeah. we can, she lets us coach her. It's awesome, yeah. you know, it's just good. little life stuff, and she trusts us, and mm-hmm. she's very loving and appreciative. And you know, we look back on that time, and we sometimes talk about it. It's painful for both of us, uh, but she realizes. Uh, what she put us through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at one point she even apologized, yeah. uh, which we never thought we'd get and didn't didn't expect. It was a gift, but she she definitely understands a lot about what kids go through. So you're listening to Family Life today in a conversation Ron Deal had with Mike and Kim Anderson about their daughter, Annika, and the blended family. And I'll tell you what, Ron, hearing the end of the story warms my heart. I mean, there, as I was listening to this podcast, I was like, I don't know if this is going to ever turn out. And yet <laughs> God shows up and it it is, you know, it just reminds you it's worth the fight. Stay in. Yes, absolutely. It is worth the fight. Of course, to me, this is a story of a faithful God who keeps providing, who keeps helping along the way, and the power of one faithful parent Hmm. and a bonus step-parent who don't give up, who are going to continue to fight for their child and then to fight for relationship with their family. There's some complexity in blended families when the other household is not cooperative. And that made things harder for the Andersons. And yet they didn't give up. They stayed with it. And, you know, the outcome is really positive for everyone, especially Annika. And as you always say, Ron, play the long game. Don't get discouraged today because we have no idea what God is up to for tomorrow and the next day or maybe the next year or two. to thank David Ann Wilson and their team for another edition of Family Life Today. Although our programs are produced in America, the issues facing families like forgiveness, communication and taking care of our kids transcend national borders. These issues profoundly affect relationships everywhere. In Australia, family life is known as power to change and our mission is to effectively develop godly families the kind of families that change the world one home at a time. A key part of our mission includes strengthening marriages and families all around the world. We want to do whatever we can to bring timeless truths to the challenges you face as you seek to strengthen your family and join us in changing the world. Do you have more questions on how to develop healthy marriages, how to be a better parent, how to make romance and sex work well, or how to grow spiritually. Check out some articles that will help challenge you to move forward well at our website. Go to families.powertochange.org.au for more information. You're invited back tomorrow at the same time for another Family Life Today presented by Power to Change in conjunction with this radio station.